shut up and listen to this song. The podcast where I rant and rave about, you know, the music I love, some of this ratchet and ridiculousness. Um, today, let me see how that look first, cause eh, raving, not bad. Eh, and mm, oh, mm-hmm, and mm, and I think that's it before that. Yep. Okay. All right. So just. Um, don't forget that you can find me on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, Google Music, which is now YouTube Music, 
and you can find me on the Google Podcast Player along for all my Apple listeners. Make sure you have the Purple Podcast Player because that's how you get it. You got to hit the likes. You got to hit the subscribes. You got to download it, please. I am asking. No, I'm begging. Forget. I'm begging you. Um, Spotify, YouTube. Don't forget. I got a new special guest this week. My man, the man that you all know and love, E-Digger Can't Get No Bigger, is going to be in the building. So make sure y'all tune in 9.30, 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. Check your local time zones. Um, and make sure that y'all tune in for that. You are getting the podcast a little bit later today. Oh, but... First of all, two things I need to discuss before we get into the show. Number one, on a happier note, um, super, 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 super excited because I am celebrating four years of doing this show. Can y'all believe it? Yo, thank you all for listening. Cause if it wasn't for y'all and me seeing numbers go up and people actually listening, like, yo, there are people that are out there that are listening to older episodes with me and my old co-host who I still absolutely 100% love. We, you know, we done made up. We didn't got our shit back together. That's my guy. Um, but yeah, yo, we'll just still be doing this. Like I looked at it and the only reason I thought about it was because it had a picture from three years ago and that was my one year anniversary. So you had the extra year, of course. Now we're on four. We are on four consecutive years of doing. I did not know that I would have been doing this this long. I didn't even know I wanted to do this at first. Like I remember, I remember I still go back and listen to like episode number one and I'm on like episode a hundred and something good god what episode are we on and here's the thing i know somebody gonna be like well how the fuck you don't know well the reason i don't know smart ass is because i have been working so much that i don't even notice a difference anymore and not to mention the fact that um i I know I know for a fact that I um you know still have so many episodes in total. Um so that's a good question. What is that number? So we were at that plus that. That was what episode 120. So we're about maybe like uh, 144 episodes. Like that's crazy. And it seems like it would, yeah, that's about that's about right. I, I guess because there were there were some times that were there were a couple of maybe months or weeks that were taken off. I know there yeah the, yeah it was at one time. So yeah, anyway. But yo, I have four years in, and I'm so excited. The second thing that I want to talk about is this because I'm I'm not going to touch on it a lot tonight, but I am going to touch on it again probably tomorrow. Um with E Digger, but I'm gonna just give y'all my little two cents about it. This Derek Jackson situation. First of all, this is what I'm gonna say as my end all be all to it. And then I'm gonna move on. Ladies, do not put your faith in a nigga. And by that I'm not talking about his wife, because everybody knows what's going on at this point. And if you don't 
just Google or YouTube his name. It will come up. The shit, there's, there's so much. I'm not even going to go into it. But ladies, don't put all your trust in a nigga. That, what I'm saying to that is I'm not saying don't trust no nigga like that, but don't put all your trust in the nigga. What I mean by that is more so his following. The fact that this man is, because I won't even say was, but is a motivational speaker and tore down other men and then ended up still doing the same thing that most men have been doing. I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying I know the routine. I seen how the fuck shit happened. However, we cannot continue to, you can love someone, you can respect their work and all of that stuff but you cannot idolize them and that is what i think derek has in his head a little bit it looks like it's a it's this word is not a word but it's an idolization uh, of him like you are idolizing him so much that it borderlines a level of worship and you shouldn't be worshiping anybody but god now he may put god all up in his little motivational speeches and everything but it was so coincidental for you to be that person to decide that you want to take down every other man and ladies look at this but you were all you a liar you're a narcissist you are the exact same thing that you claim for other men not to be like nah that's i'm cool Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm. sorry about that i needed to say i'm cool i'm cool on him um it was more stuff that I didn't need to know. It was just like the Kirk Franklin thing. It was more shit that I just did not need to know. Most of the time, the ratchet and ridiculousness is usually shit that I just did not need to know. And now that I know, I have to talk about it because what does my platform do? I commentate. I commentate on the shit. I think it's stupid. I think it's ridiculous. I do believe that his wife is in some type of spiritual cult. I think that that, <laughs> I think that she, she needs rescue and the internet y'all is undefeated and are retarded for some of the shit that I've seen. Anyway, moving on to my show, because this is what I do. I don't know about the rest of you, but this is what I do. Um, so the kick that lyric last week, I got a special announcement about that too. The kick that lyric was Kanye West's Breathe In, Breathe Out. Shout out to my man Jelani Smith for actually winning the contest. Now, I said that there would be a prize. I told people there would be a prize. I'm not saying that there will always be a prize, but when I repost them to Facebook, um, I will, I may even start trying to post them into Instagram too. Um, so then that way it'll it'll all make sense and then I can put the picture of, of the artist in there as well so I really appreciate Jelani for you know engaging and you got the right answer it took you a second but you got there and you knew it and, and you and and I believe that you didn't google it because you could easily google it but I know the people that, that rock with kicking it with young smooth don't google it they know these lyrics because these lyrics mean something to them anyway on to the new kick that lyric this is from what i want to call my brown phase so it was more of a neo soul situation this artist actually had a mcdonald's commercial as well and he was in it he was in it for i think it was like the mccafe or shit like whatever when they first came out but the lyrics go as follow it used to be we would be the best of all friends it turned around to be 
L O V E, and I was your man. So. You was my lady friend. We spent time. I found a way to be by your side through the ins and outs, the wrongs and rights. After a while of being settled down, I don't know how to keep the love because I was young. I wish I knew then what I'd know now. I wouldn't let you go. I swear I would have made this love grow. I spent a lot of time and a lot of dough trying to match what we had. Now I, I. All right. So if you know that kick that lyric, make sure you're following me on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, because I think I will post it on all of those platforms. I might only really be able to get away with it from Facebook and Instagram, because I don't think Twitter will give me enough characters. It might. Twitter's been giving a lot of characters lately, so it, it might. But we'll find out, and we'll post them, and, you know what I'm saying, to you make sure y'all like, share, subscribe, you know, to the channels, all of... <laughs> Excuse me, all of the things. Uh, let's also talk about a few other things before we get into the righteous and ridiculous. The verses I did not get a chance to because I was actually wrapped up in something else, but I did watch like the end of it and was still thrilled and happy. Raekwon and Ghostface. Let me talk. Let me talk. Let me let me let me let me talk my shit about this real quick. Number one, super happy. I think that was so good. Um, Timbaland says something along the lines about the verses that I do want to touch on, but let's stay on Raekwon and Ghostface. Number one, Raekwon looked really, really good, and I'm going to tell you why. The last time that I saw Raekwon had to be about like 2018, 19 ish, when I went to the Raekwon and Ghostface concert here in Baltimore, um, and the my man's the um, Dirt Platoon opened up for him, and my man's Wish Granted had opened up for them as well. And y'all know Wish because Wish has been on this on this part of the podcast. Plus, he's also been on the interview stuff on YouTube. So make sure y'all check that one out as well. And um, I remember when they came out, I was like, "Damn, Ghost look good. Ghost really, you know, keeping itself up." Da da da. And I was like, you know, and at the time, surprisingly, Raekwon had no voice. He had to drink tea and shit. And the night that we went to that concert, um, me and uh, a friend of mine had gone to that concert. The um, that was the same night that Nipsey died. So we had just found out, you know, social media was all a buzz and all of that stuff. And that was the same night that Nipsey died. But to see Raekwon now, Raekwon really focusing on his weight, trying to get himself together. He looked really, really good. Ghost looked good. Ghost looked like he hitting the gym real hard. He looked really good, too. Um, you know, so I don't know how all of it played out. I will go back and watch any of the playbacks that were on YouTube or on Versus, you know, on, on Instagram or whatever, and just try to get into it. But all in all, from what I saw towards the end, it was still good. It was still so very, very good. Um, Tim did say something that, and Charlemagne brought up a good point, and y'all know I, I like Charlemagne, but not enough to say anything. Let me be clear: Charlemagne has opened the door for a lot of us. Let's be very, very clear. However, Charlemagne is problematic at best, and I'm not touching that. I'm not going down that road. However, he did say something that I agree with. He said that a next versus that should happen should be Missy and Buster. And 
he also brought out the idea, or I don't know if it was him or Tim, I think it was him, but he also brought out the idea for them to go video for video. That would be fucking phenomenal because both of their catalogs and both of their video catalogs are are not to be fucked with. You feel what I'm saying to you? And in addition, Tim says something like, you know, that idea was brought to Missy, but Missy does not want to go up against her brother because, you know, they were both on Violator. Okay, cool. No problem. I get that. Charlemagne made the best rebuttal. He was like, nah, you got to tell Missy come up off that because y'all just did Rain Ghost. You got Red and Meth that are coming up on the lineup, which I will be there for that. So you really kind of can't say that when you got like that, that brother, brother duo, you know what I'm saying to you and not, and that not wanting to go up to you against your brother. Like I love Miss. I do, but I know that Missy, I was thinking about this as I was driving. Missy is so introverted and we do have a lot of introverted artists like Missy, Andre 3000. Like they love the music. They, they've given us such good music, but they're more introverted people than any thing but i think that we should make a petition i want missy needs to do this versus missy needs to do this versus for the culture missy needs to do this versus for the ladies missy needs to do this versus for the females in hip-hop because when have we had any of the hip-hop girls on there Exactly. You feel what I'm saying to you? Like it's it it Missy has to do this. It has it just has to be done. Whether you were going against girl versus girl or you were going against Busta because yo, you could kill anybody with your like Missy got songs that we don't even know. You don't even know. Missy got songs that we don't even know about, so that's gonna be dope. So then also on the versus front, I am so excited about the SWV versus Escape. I'm here for it. I have been waiting for it. I will actually be probably be on time. I will probably, 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 uh, I will be on time. I will be down in my basement. Once again, I will be going live. They'll be striking my live on Facebook, but that's fine because I'm going to play this music. I'm, we going to be in there. We're going to be lit. You feel what I'm saying to you? And then when they get to the red and meth, I'm going to make sure that I'm on time for that too. I think that's sometime. It, I think the red and meth one is actually 420. So it's April 20th, which is going to be dope. So I'm going to be there for that as well. And I think like before that, they got like Earth, Wind and Fire versus somebody. I think it's like Earth, Wind and Fire versus like Frankie Beverly and Maze. So everything, everything is not for everybody, but. I'm definitely here for that. I'm mad that I missed the moment with the Raekwon and Ghostface one, but I definitely will be in the building. So, believe that, because I'm here for that. Oh, I gotta find that. Uh, you know what? I'll look for that later. Anyway, on to the Wretched and Ridiculous. Jake Harlow hints at Drake collaboration okay let's get into that jake harlow has a big collaboration in the works the what's poppin hitmaker. i had to say it. i had to tell y'all what song that was because for a second i didn't know who the fuck jake harlow was either but still the what's poppin hitmaker is teasing a mysterious collaboration with one of rappers biggest stars during his recent appearance on the big facts podcast he was asked which rapper influenced him most and he rattled off five names drake andre 3000 little wayne eminem and jay-z he's only worked with wayne so far on the remix to what's poppin 
but he's about to make another one of his dreams a reality. One other one, uh, uh, why does it, I don't like the way people write, I hate it. One other one's coming right up, he teased, while crediting DJ Drama for linking him with Wayne and the the mystery rapper. When the interview, uh, the interview suggested Drake Harlow wouldn't confirm or deny, just hold on, he said, while Drama said, that sounds fire, though. Out of the five I've listed, I've talked to three, worked with one, about to work with a second one, added Harlow. Drake recently showed love to the 23-year-old Louisiana. Uh, Louisville, sorry, Louisville rapper after he shared a video of him rapping as a kid. Drake commented on his post writing hard um, ahead. No, sorry. <laughs> so that's going to be dope. Like, let me tell y'all something. I honestly, sorry, and I apologize for coughing y'all here, but um, I honestly believe that Drake in general is going to this is going to be a whole new era for Drake again but what I think that this is the feel just if you want to get from the feel from even the lemon pepper freestyle we getting some old Drake which is good because I think a lot of people are like we like the experimental stuff we like what you've done Drake but we definitely want to get that old Drake back I'm actually excited for the new album if like if this is what you're giving me as a sampler and a taste I think you're going to have a hit and yo like we just talked about last week what you were one two and three on the billboard charts yeah Drake gonna Drake gonna hit it out the park and what's popping actually was my favorite song like last year when I first got my car I was like yeah this shit is this shit is bumping so kudos to them hopefully that that all works out well Okay, so moving on. Jamie Foxx to play Mike Tyson in limited series. Jamie Foxx's Mike Tyson's project is finally moving forward. The Oscar-winning actor will step into the ring as the boxing legend in a new authorized limited series. Anton training of Training Day has signed on to direct the Martin Scorsese as... Uh, signed on to direct with Martin Scorsese as executive producer. According to The Hollywood Reporter, the drama will span the life of Tyson. The project, I'm going to watch this, I ain't going to lie. The project, which had been in works as a movie title, Finding Mike, mm, is now being shopped to various streaming outlets and networks. Quote, I've been looking to tell my story for quite some time, Tyson said in a statement, with the recent launch of Legends Only League and the excitement of fans following my return to the ring now feels like the perfect moment. I look forward to collaborating with Martin, Antonio, and Antoni and uh, Jamie and the entire creative team to bring audiences a series that not only captures my professional and personal journey, but also inspires and entertains. Let me tell you something. Mike has gone to therapy we will talk uh, fox has been attached to the role since the uh, the latter of 2014 but there were doubts that the project would ever be made last summer he showed off the results of his physical transformation he was undergoing to play the former heavyweight boxing champ doing biographics 
is a tough thing. Sometimes it takes 20 years to get it done, but we officially got the real ball rolling. Fox told his friend Mark Burnham, 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 something like that. Sorry about that. Last year. Can't wait to see the show and I can't wait to see and show people what it, what I got. The announcement comes on the heels of Hulu announcing its own limited series, Iron Mike, which Tyson previously slammed as a tone-deaf cultural misappropriation of my life story. Come on, y'all. Let me tell y'all something. I'm, I'm going to be very, very honest with you. Mike has done the work, okay? Um... So I was listening, I was listening to the read and I thought about this too, um, cause they brought out some good points. Uh, the, hmm, the best thing to say to this is that Mike has, if you watch like hot boxing with Mike Tyson, let me tell you, Mike is not the same young dude that he was before. He is not only someone who is in, complete control of their body and trying to tone it and making sure it's right and 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 very and still got that speed and still very professional in what he does mentally he has done the work like yo i have to bring it up but when he flamed the shit out of bootsy uh, that, like I had never watched Mike Tyson's hot box until that moment. Like when he asked that nigga, "Why are you so obsessed with gay people?" Like I died when Bootsy had nothing to say. That shit was fucking hilarious. And as you can see in some of the quotes and the way in which Mike speaks now, Mike is very much so like, "Look, check this out." I done done a lot of healing, a lot of growth. I don't mind exposing what I've gone through in my journey, but what I'm not going to do, Hulu, I'm not just going to automatically allow y'all to do stories. Hulu, you you can't do this, and and you shouldn't. And Lifetime, y'all shouldn't do shit either. Yeah, niggas thought Lifetime was off the hook. No, fuck that. Lifetime is not off the hook. Lifetime, we still fucking mad at years later about the fucking Aaliyah story. I did not know that they had one about Britney Spears. Like, yo, it's a lot of shit from Lifetime that if people do not have the level of creative control for, it's going to be a hot-ass mess. The Salt and Pepper shit was a hot-ass mess. The Wendy Williams one wasn't as bad she had more creative control, but I feel like she did leave some things out as well. But all in all, it just, it, it was what it was. And she, she did not have to carry Charlemagne like that because the person that was playing Charlemagne for a quick second, he looked a hot ass mess. Anyway, moving on. Nicki Minaj's mother files a $150 million lawsuit against driver in father's hit and run death. Nicki Minaj's mother has filed a $150 million lawsuit in the death of her husband. On Friday, March 19th, attorney for Carol Minaj, I'm sorry, Carol Mirage, filed the suit in the Supreme Court in the state of New York following the hit and run of Robert Mirage last month. Quote, he was fatally injured in a hit and run accident on February 12, 2000. I'm sorry. Yeah, 2021, when he was struck by a car being driven by Charles Polovic as Mr. Mirage 
walked along a Long Island road. Then he states, after striking Mirage, Pokovitz left the accident scene and did not call for emergency services or render aid for Mirage. Mirage 64 was struck by a 1992 white Volvo station wagon. Damn, why was it a 1990? How long was you planning on keeping this car, sir? Allegedly driven by, by Pokovic while walking into uh, Mineola, New York. He was taken to a local hospital in critical condition where he died the next day he was not only in, um, irresponsible and negligent but more concerned about running away and hiding than seeking help um, Pokovich's behavior was criminal cowardly and immoral we will hold his him responsible for his reckless action and what led to Robert Mirage's death. Polkovich is 71. He turned himself in to law enforcement on February 17th and was charged with two felonies, leaving the scene of an accident and that led to the death and tampering with or suppressing physical evidence. Police say after striking Mirage, Polkovich walked over to him, asked him if he was okay, and then fled the scene. He also allegedly concealed his Volvo in a garage at his house. Polkovich peeled sorry, Polkovich pleaded not guilty and is free on a $250,000 bond. How, sir? My client empathizes with the family the question is whether there is there was negligence and degrees of negligence will be determined by the court the 150 million amount seems to be over the top i had to pause because that's unnecessary pokovich's attorney mark craig game told tmz hmm I'm going to hold my comment to the end. Uh, he was absolutely aware of what happened, Detective Stephen uh, Fitzpatrick said at a news conference. He got out of the car and he looked at the deceased, got into his car and made the conscious decision to leave instead of dialing 911, instead of calling an ambulance for the man. He went home and secluded the vehicle he was well aware what he did. Minaj, sorry, Minaj, who had a strained relationship with her father, has not publicly commented about her father's death. I don't think that she will, um, to be honest with you. I also don't like that other part in there. First of all, fuck your lawyer. Your lawyer is dumb as shit. They should ask for all the money. First of all, you cannot sit back where this motherfucker is already out on a high-ass bond to begin with. Why is he out? Why the fuck was he driving in 1992, Volvo? Like, what? Uh, like, sir, I, I, what, what was faulty? Was it something faulty on the car? But no matter how you slice it, you got out of the motherfucking car. On turn, you asked this, you asked this man, was he okay? And then when he told you, he clearly had to tell you no or told you nothing at all. You fled the scene and secluded your vehicle in your home. So we just gonna act like this nigga not guilty though? For real, for real? Like I'm mad though. I'm mad. Cause that don't that don't make no sense. See, this is this is the shit that we be talking about with the justice system. Like, 
how is he out on bond? Like, you literally kill some. Like, yo, y'all pick and choose in this country. I'm so pissed right now. I can feel it coming up. Y'all pick and choose in this country what works and what doesn't. And clearly, if you are white or uh, Russian or Polish or whatever Poklovich is, at this particular point, you clearly are not black because you would have been locked up. But y'all pick and choose what it is, and it's designed like that on purpose, and I don't like it. The shit is ridiculous. You know, I don't think that Nikki is going to respond anytime soon. I don't think Nikki is going to respond at all, to be very honest with you. I think she's going to keep that as a private moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, she'll get back to work. I believe that she will. I believe that the documentary is going to be, it's supposed to be coming soon. It's supposed to be on HBO Max. I'm excited about that. I believe that she's going to get back to work. I don't know. Um, I don't know how it's going to affect her musically. I really don't. I, I really, really just don't. I don't know how this is going to affect her musically. Um, I, but, but what I will say, and this is just being on the fan side of things and, and not, not being human. I will say that it may, the, the tragedy and also the birth of her son will make for some good music. I think that if Nikki does a new album and the fifth thing thing that we've been talking about is a little bit more personable and retrospective and still fun, still fun cuz Nikki you, you can't you can't unbrand, you can't unbrand what's been done. I think that we'll have a very very good album. I what I'm hoping for more than anything else is just prayers go out for her family, you know, through this difficult time. You know, you got like a, what, he's what, four or five months now? And now he'll never know his granddad because somebody was driving a 1992, but you know, you maliciously, like even if your intent was not to kill this man and you lost control and this, that, and the third, nobody can blame you for losing, losing control. But the fact that you didn't, the seconds that you wasted on asking him, was he okay? And not calling the police and not, you know, you could be shit, you could be shooken up and all of that shit, but you drove with conscious, with a conscious mind. Cause you had to drive back. You didn't hit anything else on the way back. You drove and you drove home, sir, go under the motherfucking jail. Cause that is unnecessary. Moving on. Uh, Young Buck claims beef with 50 Cent was planned. Hmm. Young Buck says his beef with 50 Cent was a part of an elaborate plan during a recent Instagram live session, but claimed that his long-running feud with the former G-Unit group member was staged and that 50 masterminded it to appear as though they had beef. Quote, we ain't got no motherfucking beef. As in my mind, that's how I sound. <laughs> this is what you motherfuckers get. Cause you always chasing this beef shit, said Buck. And then we done play y'all motherfucking asses. We win. Because we made all y'all motherfuckers think it's a beef and we don't like each other. What? 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 And I just. Mm. Uh, their beef quote unquote dates back to 2008 after 50 claimed Buck had not been loyal to Gene Unit and kicked him out of the group they reconciled in 2014 but things took a turn in recent years when 50 trolled Buck on social media for his alleged relationships with a transgender partner 
y'all could, if y'all could see my face, y'all already know. <laughs> Buck, who claimed that 50 wouldn't let him out of his G unit contract without paying $300,000 or $300 million, I don't know, $300,000 even took shots at 50 on 2019's Foofy Freestyle on which he claimed to have written songs for the power producer. Mm. But Buck says he and 50 are having the last laugh. Quote, that's what you motherfuckers get, man. You motherfuckers is crazy out here, bro, he said, according to Hip Hop and More. The social media shit got you people fucked up, man. Y'all got played this time. We sit down and mastered and master plan this shit out. 50 was like, I'm going to say all kinds of shit about you, nigga. I'm going to make them fucking hate you. And then you going to make them love. And then I'm going to make them love you again. According to Buck, the plan worked. I guess the niggas was right because they love me again. And I did it. I made him love me again. What? What type of... You know what? Mm. Again, this is the shit I be talking about. Um, it just... I don't... I don't understand, sir. I don't... I don't understand where any of this is coming from. What is... What's... What's... What's, what's going on here? Um, <laughs> he says that he and 50 are on good terms and that they even shot a music video this week which they plan to debut soon as for 50 he is yet to address buck's claims okay first of all um in 2004 what we say 14 y'all was too old for this shit like sorry y'all was too old for this shit bro like who cares um the main issue buck that you might want to look out for is why are you sleeping with transgender women you know what i'm not even gonna go down that road whatever you like is what you like okay but why are you sleeping with transgender women and denying it because that's not that's not a rumor that like hasn't been out for years like like for years and i mean from for years like i don't understand sir you keep you and bobby valentino keep getting caught like this what the fuck is up what's up you know what again i don't know nothing about nobody else dick but mine but i'm just saying it just it's it's unnecessary It's, it's just unnecessary all right, so moving on to our final story, um, which I'm probably may or may not go into all of this, but depending. Uh, Cardi B and Meg The Stallion's WAP Grammy performance draws FCC complaints. Were we not surprised? Was that, did you think that that wasn't going to happen? Okay. <laughs> Cardi B and Megan The Stallion's WAP continues to stir controversy following their steamy performance on sunday's grammy 
Grammys, the Federal Communication Commission received around 80 complaints from CBS viewers who deemed the performance offensive, obscene, and pornographic. Okay, side note, side note. Why do y'all keep thinking, and this is for people that have, that I understand, shut your face, I get it, I don't have no kids, I get it, maybe it ain't me, I I don't, but I do remember being a kid, and I honestly can honestly, honestly say to you that ain't none of that shit necessary, bruh, like, they gonna do what they gonna do, and y'all act like sex ain't, ain't real, like, yo, I remember I was I was young as shit and I was able to watch Sex in the City and Oz. I was still I was still like pre about to go to high school and was still able to watch shit like that. Be- not that my parents didn't care about me, but I was I'm still a great, very smart, very educated person. Like I don't understand why y'all act like a little pussy is some shit to be scared of. I what the, what the fuck? And it usually be white people, but you know whatever. Fuck that. The outfits they were wearing and movements that they did were absolutely disgusting. Now, they weren't disgusting. Now, they was humping. They was hunching up on each other, though. They definitely was hunching up on each other real motherfucking hard. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's stuck. But it was a lot. It was a It was. Because you was, y'all was scissoring and, and coochie bumping and shit. I was like... I looked. It, you know what? That, you know what that reminded me of? It reminded me of Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl, except it was a train wreck that kept going. Because I literally was like, I, I sat here and thought to myself, "See, this can't be good." I was like, "CBS, y'all, y'all, y'all try." See, here's the thing: what the Grammys tried to do, and I think what CBS was not ready for, was that the Grammys, especially this year, tried to do a redemption year. And they did a redemption year by having more black artists on there. And they did a redemption year by giving more um, awards away to black artists. So it's a redemption year. However, uh, y'all was not ready for what? Who even, who authorized WAP? I would have said, yo, do some other shit. Like, do, like, some of the last shit from the last album and do Up. And then move on. Because WAP in general just shouldn't have been the song. I'm going to get into why in a minute. Um, Many criticized their wardrobe with one viewer from Texas calling Megan barely dressed in a thong and showed naked lookalike legs. What the hell? I, I hate when people don't make a whole sentence. Another viewer from Connecticut said... Grammys need to require the artists not to be performing any type of sexual acts and require clothes to stay on and not stripping down to bra and panties. Apparently, you 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 did not know who you don't know who those two artists are. Person, you don't you don't know that all their videos are like that, and on top of their videos being like that, they are also on YouTube like you don't understand like let's be clear even when WAP came out even though the video is edited the the first time it came out the video the video the main video that is on Vivo is edited that did not stop me from looking for the regular version and the regular version came out maybe a few hours later you feel me and got the regular version and was like oh oh okay uh, many criticized their wardrobe, so on and so forth. Um, 
by comparison, Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake's infamous wardrobe malfunction at the 2004 Super Bowl halftime show drew for, uh, 540,000 complaints. <laughs> And led the FCC to be fined $550,000. This display made the Janet Jackson Super Bowl halftime um, faux pas pas, seem like children's television. The FCC has failed at their job. (laughs) And on Oakdale, uh, said one Oakdale. Uh, Cavalier, whatever, uh, Cliff Review or whatever. Uh, the Watt performance also sparked outrage for um, conservative <laughs> commenders Candace Owens. No one cares. Who hashed it out with Cardi on social media. Owens called it an attack on American Vat. She called it, I had to stop. She called it an attack on American values and American traditions. I can't talk. Okay. Before I get into what Cardi said, let's just, let's dissect this. Candace Owens, shut your dumb ass up. Yes, I said it. Are we talking about the same America? The same America. Six days into this year. That stormed the Capitol. But that is the value where we've had police officers of all shapes and colors die because protesters needed to get their America back. Their America consists of slavery. And I don't know why for the life of me you do not understand that. That is what this America is made of. It is made on the backs of my people. So you are talking about what? What values? What traditions? And she also accused Cardi and Meg of actively trying to make children aspire to the... Okay. Okay. The more I read this, the matter I get. I did not read it before, so as you can see, I'm just trying to, like, dissect it. Ma'am, first of all, the violence that your people, the people of your persuasion, deal with on a regular basis, um, if I am not mistaken, my love, uh, real right quick, your motherfucking people kill people. And are very upset when they don't get their way. So, I don't know what you're talking about, Candace Owens. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't know why for the life of me. Oh, wait, hold up. Let me, let me do, let me refer back. I apologize, y'all. Candace Owens is black. Oop, my bad. In my mind, she white. Um... But here's the thing. When it comes to music and it comes to hip-hop music, and I I need to address this, especially for the female situation, because I'm on your side and I'm not all at the same token. I will be very, very fucking honest about that. Um, One of the things... I'm I'm, going to explain that. One of the things is this. None of this is anything new. 
it is a little bit more of a push to the envelope. Do I think that Cardi and Megan's performance should have been toned down? Yes. Do I think that the Grammys holds a responsibility for what they should have put out and said, okay, ooh, damn. Ah, yeah, this, this is a bit much. Y'all going a little overboard. We, we can't do this. Do I think that that should have happened? Absolutely fucking lootly the, and the Grammys should be held responsible for that because whoever somebody had to see the rehearsal somebody needs to see and approve and, and approve some of the rehearsals you when the motherfucker was asking you for a big ass bid you should and the song is called wet, wet ass pussy you should ask some motherfucking questions somebody dropped the goddamn ball and y'all bitches should ask some motherfucking questions but nobody wanted to ask questions so now you're sitting here like with that Candace Owens let me be very clear to you my dear I have listened to hip-hop for years. And yes, is my mouth profane? Yes. But that had absolutely the fuck nothing to do with hip-hop and everything to do with the house that I grew up in where motherfuckers cuss like slaves. Shit. I, shit, it just, it just is what it is. However, once again, Miss Candace Owens, children are not influenced. And I remember being a child. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it was long enough. I remember being a child, and I remember not being influenced by what I saw. Like, yo, the people that get, quote-unquote, so influenced by what they see are people that don't have guidance. Are parents that do not take the level of, of responsibility and say, hey, I know that you like this. I see that you like this. But let me tell you what's wrong with the thought of being like this. Like, this could be for sheer entertainment, and I can I can get that. Like, I remember having a conversation with my mother, and she was like, yo, why do you like little Kim and all of the nasty runs? I was like, let me tell you something. I, and I said to my mother very clearly, I was like, I would never go out and do any of the things that she's talking about. Like, that, I'm not sucking no dick, so that ain't happening. Number one. Number two, I listen to Big. I was like, but I'm not out here robbing a nigga because I'm just, it's just not. I listen to 50. I listen to all of this shit. I love hip-hop. It speaks to a, a culture that I, I've i gotten a glimpse of, but I never had to be and I never had to do. So I'm not going to. But what you not going to do, Candace Owens out here, is completely talk about an America who now that I realize that you black, my dad, don't give a fuck about you neither. You are black and you are a woman. And unfortunately, the, the, the main situation about it is that it does not give a fuck about you neither. Now, very much so, let's let's... Let's bring it back. Let's bring it on back. Let's talk about the difference between yesteryear and the difference between today. The difference between yesteryear, when Little Kim's Hardcore came out, because we will start as Little Kim being the blueprint for all of this. When Little Kim's album came out, a lot of the songs were hard-pressed to say, yo, we can't do this. You cannot do this. You won't be able to say that. You won't be able to do this. And there were other songs that were completely different. Like, Not Tonight was completely different. It had to be changed. There was another, re- you know, it was a whole remix to it that made it more radio-friendly, this, that, and the third. When there is no morals and scrutiny to radio, it will continue to be like that. Yo, when Throat Baby can chart, okay? When WAP is is charting out of this world, where you're seeing videos, you can get the unedited, yo, you can get the unedited version like that. Like, it's nothing. Like, it's nothing going on to YouTube all the time you feel what i'm saying to you if parents are not taking an active role if parents not even just parents the community in general was saying hey sis look 
I know you like this, you know, this, that, and the third. And especially if it's a kid that you're close to because you either work with somebody or it's family, you need to say, look, I understand that y'all like this. I get that. But y'all need to understand because you can sit back and fight because these motherfuckers be fighting and they be standing for motherfucking Meg and this, that, and third. And y'all notice that I'm not saying Nikki, not because I'm a fan. That is not the reason. But if you also are fans of hip-hop and you realize something nikki did not do a lot of this shit yes has she been overly sexy yes have the boobs been on on, on tilted all the time is the ass shots out there yes was anaconda one of those songs that was out there like that yes but lyrically in the content a lot of the lyric content was not talking about her pussy wasn't talking about who she was fucking all the time who she wanted to fuck who wanted to run trains on her. none of that shit wasn't talking about garden snakes and big dicks down your throat. It was talking about none of that. So, Candace Owens, you, my dear, need to shut the whole entire fuck up. I know Cardi clapped back, but at this point, I just really don't care no more. Um, but you know what? And then people even gave Cardi flack about that. Like, yo, how you gonna play your song, but then your child come in and she get, she is four. No, she cannot digest that. And as a mother, Cardi did the right thing. No, you cannot digest this because you don't, one, you don't understand what it is. Two, no, this is not for you. But my business about what my business is and what I do, that's what I go and do. That's what I go and do. There are, stri- there are strippers every day that have children that may strip, may dance this, that, and the third and be like, look. I do this because I want to make and try to get a better life for us and I'm doing it through school and whatever whatever they whatever their thing is. But I don't need my daughter to be a part of this. Well, I don't I don't want her to be in this life and I need to show her that this is not this is not it. This was just my means to an end and once it gets to an end, I'm going to move on to the next thing. You feel what I'm saying to so you like you you have to take parents have to start taking a level of accountability these us as millennials we have to start taking a level of accountability you feel what i'm saying to you like we have to be like look check this shit out you feel me what you're doing or what you're listening to should not define you and my mother also made that very clear she made that clear to me like look don't let the music define you and it doesn't it doesn't define me but i know damn good well i'm gonna go down the street and yes will i go down the street and bump some wop and throat baby absolutely i'm a grown-ass man i do what the fuck i want to do however i do understand like yo if i'm driving and i'm in residential neighborhoods i turn the shit down i turn it down don't nobody needs to hear wop blasting blasting out the shit it's unnecessary it is unnecessary but if i'm at a stoplight I'm, I'm and i'm in traffic or whatever i'm bumping the shit out of it fuck that it is what it is but we have to stop blaming the media and and what we're put into into our psyches if we if we don't feed the right things into our psyches first you feel what i'm saying to you because we have to be able as adults to feed the right shit into our psyches to be able to tell our children this is why what we have to stop doing as parents and especially black parents i am black so i'm talking to black parents what we must stop doing as black parents is this we have got to stop just giving the orders of don't do this because you can't just say don't do this and not say why because a kid is going to need to know why this is why this is what i don't want you to do and this is what i don't want to end up to you now you can do what you choose to do because it is your life and i've given you that but i'm i am making sure that you do that because what we do as black folk a lot of times and i'm up on my high horse now what we do is black people a lot of times we get to this point 
where we just want to be it has to look good it had to be when you leave out this house you represent me very true but i also represent who i am as a person outside of you and that is something that we don't think about and we need to let our children one express that and two despite expressing that also have a rain on how far how much of that expression is because some of it is a little bit much some of it is a little bit much like this girl cardi done did a bit much i have ranted and raved about that but that was the ratchet and ridiculous corner let's move on because we got to get the fuck up out of here all right so another album uh Yo, this one, it, this one was hard. This one was really, really hard. As y'all can tell from the title, you know what I'm saying? The new album is Broken Silence. I love this album where Foxy is in the fucking Christian Dior bathing suit. I mean, I love it. I do. I really do. I think this was a very personal album. I think it was very personable. Um, I think that she really put her all into it however this was not received well at all i will tell y'all that in in the interim of things because i had to like find certain articles just to give it a little bit of love but god damn uh foxy brown's broken silence is the third full-length studio album and fourth recording by american female hip-hop artist foxy brown it was released on july 17 2001 yes i remember i had just graduated high school it was like 10 days before my birthday yes Mm. the album debuted at number five on the billboard 200s with first week sales of 131,000 copies to date, the album has sold over 500,000 copies in the U.S. and more than 1 million copies worldwide. It is certified gold by the, by the, by the, uh, RIAA. This is Foxy's only album that has, that was released in two, in the 2000s and is currently the most recent release. Side note, that is not true. Um, so depending on how you look at it because people i think people will say that damn was that the only one that is not true um in 2008 there was the brooklyn's on diva so i think that wikipedia i guess don't don't judge my life some of the stuff i got from wikipedia some of it i got from other platforms but um that is not entirely true. Yes, there was the 2008 brooklyn Dawn diva so that that is something to think about um as well so yes again that was not her only release in the 2000s um because we we constantly do that with with fox we're like oh well that's it little background um and i mean a little foxy brown began recording a more street oriented album much different from her mainstream image with china doll which we will go over that one as well it was rumored that uh, rumored to have many features including Nas, Ice Cube, AZ, Mary J. Blige, Tony Braxton, Hafio Wahib, and Amar Diab. Sorry about that if I mispronounced those. The song Nana Be Like it was nominated for a Grammy in 2003, two years after the release. Um, also, Nana Be Like was on Blue Streak. It was on the Blue Streak album. All right, so singles. Singles like, oh, yeah. That was my shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the first single from Trinidadian American female hip-hop artist Foxy Brown's third album, Broken Silence. The music video was 
shot in Jamaica and in the middle of 2001. It starts with Foxy rapping in the forest near the river and later with her then boyfriend and the track's feature artist Spraga Benz. BK Anthem, a song that was originally recorded and released as a street single in late 2000, was released as a B-side on the Oh Yeah single. The music video was shot with a camcorder style. The song peaked at number 82 on the U.S. Billboard R&B charts and failed to make the Billboard Hot 100s. Candy has never officially released a video, only a vinyl release. Actually, I taste like Candy. That was my shit. And they had Khalees on there, too. Um, the song had a, no official video, and Brown refused to concede to Def Jam's wishes to release the song based on its huge popularity. Instead preferring to release Table Will Turn dis- uh, despite this and the fact it had little to no official promotion no music video it was hugely successful on the radio it managed to chart at number 48 on the R&B hip hop singles and track chart and number 10 on the rap um, charts. Candy is the highest charting song for the album. The song was also featured on many soundtracks, notably the film uh, The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Oh yeah, it wasn't that one. Dark Angel soundtrack and Friday After Next. I do remember it being on Friday After Next. That was when uh, Pinky came into the party. He was like, it's Pinky, nigga! Yeah, that's my shit. All right, so an all-hip-hop review by Jose F. Promus. Foxy Brown is up to her old tricks on her third album, Broken Silence. She is still the undisputed queen of materialism, um, evident on Fallen, where she drops names of countless designer brands um, rapping about Range Rovers, Gucci Prada, etc., she is still taking aim at legions of trifling ex-friends, including other rappers, ex-boyfriends, etc. Um, Brown is a hood and street as ever, but on this album, she extends her musical wings and embraces other styles to find uh, to find effects, making her more. Um, making her most entertaining and musical adventures adventures album to date. Reggae and dancehall influences abound, most notably on the terrific single Oh Yeah and Tables Will Turn. The most interesting song, however, is Hood Scripture, which she, which like Jay Z's Big Pimpin' incorporates eastern influences adding a whole new dimension to hip hop's into hip hop possibilities the letter is a sparse mini masterpiece where brown apologizes to her mother in what could be interpreted as a thinly veiled suicide note for the hell she's put her through accompanied by a tickling piano by Ronald Isley's um, angelic vocals. Brown gets as sensitive and introspective as 
is possible while still remaining as explicit as ever as she reminisces over her dysfunctional relationship with rapper corrupt on saddest day yes foxy brown is street and she is the center of her world's rumor mill but this album ripe with tasteless materialism explicit sexual references and violent raps can honestly be called a musical step forward and is compiling testament sorry is a compelling testament to the life of a girl from the hood I can agree with that I can agree with that I, I will tell you looking for other articles it was it was difficult a lot of people was like this shit is trash I don't know why she did so Fox got a Fox, Fox there was a Foxy hate train when Broken Silence came out and Foxy has a lot of controversy behind herself so that does happen Foxy Brown's Broken Silence Hip Hop DX the essence of a strong debut is something an artist will never fully be able to replicate despite how much we may want them to evoke the same yeah, oh that came together evoke the same feelings we may have felt when we heard their album for the first time things are never quite the same on the next outgoing for Foxy Brown her strong debut for what occurred to her because of it it is a testament to the at age fuck the game don't let the game fuck you um her much discussed off stage problems drug attempted suicide led to an album that returns to returns the ill nana to her roots broken silence is a collection of hard tracks tight production and introspective lyrics the letter is a heartfelt apology to her loved ones for all she had put them through in light of her stardom tables will turn run them and oh yeah are ill reggae vibing tracks uh the latter of the songs is sure to be a requite hit and head bumper the other single bk anthem is absolutely sick with a rawness and defiant outstanding verses on the album other notables are 730 which is my shit they say i'm 730 they say i wild out fb is ill no no hold on they say i'm 730 they say i spaz out fb is ill she'll wild out how could i smile when i'm hurt so bad it's up damn i just lost i lost my train of thought because i got like candy in my head too um so hot and candy with khalees so yeah so people pretty much liked candy i was mad that there was not a video for candy and then we this is like kind of an end of a reign at this particular point then with you know foxy losing her hearing so on and so forth i would definitely be looking for um another foxy album let me tell you what actually did get me excited for a foxy album and i think we talked about this last week slightly because i talked about the full circle thing um but Nas's situation with his new album really 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 got me hype for a foxy brown album because I, I when i say that she she kind of snapped on that one and that that was old fox bug 
that is what I missed. I really do hope that, you know, it happens. I think that when Broken Silence ended up coming out, we were kind of getting over, kind of over the materialistic hearing the same shit. But that, but I think that that is reminiscent of what I talked about earlier. Like, the female game does that. Like, we get, we get sick of hearing shit about shit constantly and it's the same thing and it's, it's the weirdest shit. We get sick of hearing shit from females repetitively, but men do the same thing all the time weirdest shit ever i don't know why it's like that i don't i don't condone it i just wish that we did not have it's harder to have a female mc and that's why there's so much where there are gems that's why you get a foxy you get a nikki you get a kim you get a lauren you get a remy mainstream wise that are super great and then you have artists like rhapsody and um you know well, I'm sorry, you have Cardi also on that side, and you have, like, and Megan, and you have uh, artists like Rhapsody as well, um, and then, like, um, other artists that are just kind of more underground that don't get the shine of respect that they deserve, and they still talking that real shit, so it's like, have we steered away from from real shit like the one thing that i don't like right now with this going on with a lot of the girls that a lot of the girls are the dolls um also added to that list who is also an artist to watch out for and i think her next album is going to be good is going to be doja cat doja cat got nominated this year and did not win but i honestly and hot pink was good hot pink was good there were a lot of singles it got pushed it definitely was a album banger um but yeah it's it's a lot of it's a lot of girls that are just not get oh and of course missy elliott of course we we need a missy in our life but there are a lot of girls that are not getting that one thing about doja let me talk about doja real quick though i believe that doja is giving me that that bridge that i need between nikki and missy because Doja's giving me the visuals of almost a missy elliott video where i'm like oh i really want to see your video i want to see what you're going to do and there's always something that's elevated in the video and she's giving me that rhyme pattern and flow that nikki has where it's creative there's something different it's a different wordplay there's different cadence every single time and there's still a traditional classic doja in that so this is why i think the doja cat will work and, and will work really well um so uh let's go over the track listing before we get out of here we had the intro to broken silence fallen which had her brother gavin and samir saeed on there oh yeah which has spraga ben's bk anthem let me tell you where i grew up at sit mo blew up at flip coat blew up at yeah the letter with ronald isley 7 30 candy i taste just like candy mm, mm, mm. so i drink me Khalees killed that angle line uh tables will turn yes uh baby sham hood scripture run them um about my paper Ooh, yes about my paper was my shit too that also had mystical on it if it ain't about my paper the bitch don't call me like because <laughs> you can make your motherfucking bed that was my shit don't judge me um run your shit with Capone and Noriega um and it was so funny because the beat is like and it sound like somebody shitting and they be like run yo shit nigga nigga now I be like gangsta boo I don't care with the white girl Corey which she was like um I don't care if you like me or not I don't care if I'm taking the spot like yeah I don't care what's my shit so hot Fox so hot 
Yeah. Uh, Young Gav, Saddest Day. Um, the saddest day with Wayne Wonder, which was good. So it's like, the saddest day of my life. When she met me with a broken heart, I must be in the bed. bed, the bed. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Wayne. Um, and then lastly, Broken Silence, which was an additional vocals by Darius rocket something like that um so yeah great album for me brought back so many great memories i still bump it um classically actually actually i will say that i will bump il nana china white um so it's weird i i will say this il nana was when i was in middle school I want to say about, yeah, about my earlier parts of middle school. Um, China White was when I was in high school and I was dating somebody in particular at the time. And I do remember that. And it's a story for another day. Uh, and then, <laughs> then in addition, uh, Broken Silence was definitely after because it was 2001 so it was after i graduated high school and then the brooklyn dawn diva situation was a little bit later it was like 2008 so i had like i got married all that shit damn so much shit happens like yo it's been quick as shit but i hope y'all enjoyed this show i really hope you did because i'll be back next week oh you know what actually i don't no, if you know what, I'll be honest. Let me say this: I may actually be missing a week, um, just because I got some things that I need to do. So I may possibly be, be missing a week. I don't know for sure. We will find out. But I'll post if I'm not going to do it for next week. However, definitely tune in the week after because if I'm only going to take one week off, I'm only going to come back the next week even stronger. So I really appreciate that. But I still will be doing my interviews. Um, interviews uh, go all the way out until the end of april thus far um so that's gonna be dope and some great people that have and some new people that i didn't know were watching so i'm super excited to you know link up with them that's gonna be that's gonna be dope uh don't forget fear false evidence appearing real it's only real in your mind if you make it real in your mind y'all could do anything y'all are great y'all are fabulous y'all are amazing you know what i'm saying to you don't let what you think is your setback not be your come up because it can be it always can be um let me see don't forget you can find me on soundcloud itunes tune in google music which is now youtube music google podcast purple podcast player for my apple users spotify and youtube make sure you like share subscribe once again what's that like share and subscribe shout out once again to jelani smith for winning the kick that lyric contest don't forget to do the kick that lyric situation because that is very important as well if i put in the work you need to put in the work is there anything else oh don't forget about friday which will be tomorrow so this episode will be up pretty much friday morning because it's now thursday so i kind of did a little bit later i do apologize but it'll be up friday morning and then friday evening so you have a whole podcast to listen to earlier within the day and then in the evening you get the chance to watch me do my thing. Have a great, amazing interview with one of my one of my favorite persons in the game, and is almost like a mentor to what I do. And I'm so excited to have him on the show as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Anyway, at this particular point, you just chopped it up with your boy Young Smooth. Now, all right, y'all.
just enough. It's just enough. It's just enough. It's just enough. It's just enough.